Good morning. Welcome. All right. When the sound of gong, I invite you to become aware of your heart in this moment. Drop into your heart, that heart space. Start to create that sacred space. We're going to do a, a, a beautiful ritual today that will really help, uh, I think, make that more of a uh, apparent experience for you, hopefully. So let's begin. We're creating a sacred container here. This is what all this song and prayer and consciousness is. So thank you for showing up today. Thank you for answering the call and being with us today. This is on the gong, and uh, we'll honor 30 seconds of silence. If you can just think of something you're grateful for, let that thought become a feeling, and let that heart have its way with you. There's an old uh, Nasbandi Sufi tradition of meditation where they activate the unconditional love of the heart, and then any thought that comes in meditation, they dissolve into the heart of unconditional love. So if you're distracted by thoughts or fixing, um, just dissolve it into the heart of unconditional love. Let's go. In this very room, there's quite enough love for all the world. And in this very room, there's quite enough joy for all the world. And there's quite enough love and quite enough power to walk through our every fear for spirit one spirit is in this very room in this very room in this very So let us know in this moment, and I invite you to allow my words to be your words. For our tradition is one of one life, one power, one presence. And so I recognize in my own heart, uh, in the I am, on behalf of each one of us here, there's one life. That, power, that life is perfect. That life is God's life. That life is my life now. And by God, I mean the male and the female, the aspect, the source, the coherent field, this orderly, loving intelligence that we are immersed in and is immersed in us. And as we awaken to that, as we become the consciousness of the thing itself that we are longing to experience, remarkable things unfold in our lives. So let us know as we come together today that this sacred container continues to welcome into the energetic field here a vibrancy of healing, of love, that our water ceremony today, that this water is blessed in remarkable ways and that we are here by divine right appointment. Something powerful and beautiful and wonderful is unfolding here and now. So I'm grateful for divine guidance, for the resources, for the, 
for the abundance that allows me to be here today in this capacity, in this beautiful country, in this beautiful city, this beautiful community, alive with something, creating something together that is quite lovely and powerful, transformative, meaningful, fulfilling, and an example to the rest of the world what love looks like. For this I give thanks. I release these words, invite you to say with me, and so it is. All righty. So I want to uh, invite Sue, would you come up? We're going to do some uh, certificates for classes right now. We want to honor people that have, have uh, made a commitment to deepen in their spiritual practice. And so we're going to do some certificates. And then uh, Lil Lazar is going to come up, and, and uh, uh, she's got a, a gift for our, our spirit group hosts. And then we're going to, and also we're going to do our practitioners. We have two practitioners that will be with us today that have, have uh, recently been licensed. One is Barb McKay, and one is Joseph Gabrielson. And Joseph's the young man that comes in his wheelchair. So he's a bit uh, geographically challenged, and so I want to, when he comes in the door, we're going to do a little separate acknowledgement of him. A remarkable young man that uh, uh, is very committed to his own spiritual evolution and transformation. All right, so. You can start reading the names before the Okay. All righty. So as I read your name, I'm going to invite you to, to come on up. And uh, if, you can hold, if you can possibly hold your applause to the end, I know it's difficult at times, so it's okay if you don't. We'll just take your name and number and call you on Monday and talk to you about that. But um, um, anyway, this is our uh, meditation is more than you think. And these people are, uh, are, uh, have our certificates here and we want to honor them. So the first name I have is Alan Sagert. Alan, you here? There he is. Come on up. Claudia. Poglas. Poglace. Beautiful. You say that so well, like you've been saying it your whole life. And no problem correcting the minister on pronunciation. <laughs> Judy McKenzie. I think I got that one right. Is Judy here? All right. Leanne Kunert. Mary Chaman. Robin Dalton. Those who are our meditation is more than you think. Well, two out of six. Congratulations, you two. Let's give them... So maybe one, one Sunday you can come up and share your experience in there. That would be lovely. All right, so foundations class. And this is another class that will be offered this fall, and Reverend Tammy and I are going to uh, team teach that, which is going to be really, um, uh, it's a wonderful class, and I always love being part of it as well. So our foundation graduates, um, Barbara de Champlain. Barb? No? Dale Latasur, I know Dale's not here, but Bill is married to Dale, so perhaps Bill can carry that home for her. Darren de Champlain, I know Barb and Darren are probably, uh, I think they're in Saskatchewan this weekend. They're usually here every week. Elizabeth Hay, Holly Nickerson, Jennifer Bowerman, Dr. Jennifer Bowerman, our board chair as well. Thank you, Jennifer. Lil Lazar. And, and Steve Sandy. Yay, Lil! And Steve Sandy. All right. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Three of our uh, uh, quite remarkable people that are standing there. Thank, thank you, all three, for your commitment to deeping spiritually. 
All right, Ernest Holmes, the essential Ernest Holmes, Deb Shapayo. I know Deb's not here today. I saw her, we were doing the, the bike tour, and we saw her over on um, White Avenue with her husband. Gustavo Guzman, I know Gus is not with us today as either. Uh, Lisa Hart, Lisa's here, I know. Luann Lund, Luann is here, I know. She coming up? There she is. You threw me, you were over there before. Uh... Oksana Fedko, Oksana, and Teresa Griffin. I know Teresa's here. All right. Thank you, ladies. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. Okay. And now, seven spiritual laws of success. So I'm going to invite Alan Sager to come back up and get another certificate. Well done, Alan. Craig Crawford, Crystal Rye, Jen Murphy, and John Warren. So you might be holding the banner for all of them today. See, let's give Alan another round of applause. Thank you, Alan. Congratulations. Thank you. See, you, you can take class and not have to be here on Sunday. Isn't that a great thing? No pressure. Okay. Um, and do we have the... Oh, so what I want to do, too, is that we have... In, uh, invited so many people to be part of the, the Q process this uh, past year, which is the quantum process. So if you've done, rather than read names, I'm going to just invite anyone who's done the Q process to stand up. All right. Let's give them a round of applause. Awesome. So now if you did the Q process and did the 21 days and the, um, the debrief, stand up. Awesome, 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 awesome. And so if you haven't, we have more Q process uh, coming along. It's a wonderful, wonderful practice. I'm going to talk a little bit about it today. So it's, uh, it's something that I've done four times, and I want to just tell you how it's sort of become a, a part of my, my life on the go because now I catch myself coming out of buildings and in conversations, and I notice myself getting triggered. And so well, I can, I can, I'm getting pretty good at identifying it and and I say to myself, do I want to get triggered by this or do I want to go home and have to write a sheet out for a half an hour and call someone? So it, it does become part of the way that we, uh, we operate. And I'm going to talk a bit more about that today. So now I'm going to invite Lil to come up. Lil Lazar is our spirit group leader. And she has some uh, awards that she's going to hand out. And some t-shirts. Okay, so... Hang on, Lil. And, um, oh. We have technology. 
Okay, there, is that better? <laughs> I'll lower my voice. Um, so yeah, so the summer series uh, was the power of eight, and uh, some groups were meeting here at the center, and some groups were meeting at home. Um, Sue's group was meeting at the center, and a couple of Sundays ago, Sue's group, for their uh, community project and giving back to the community, they brought the snacks for the Sunday service. And is Kate up here. Kate, Kate, this is the second time that Kate is serving. Everybody is getting a t-shirt, a certification of appreciation, and a spirit group's chocolate. Can't forget the chocolate. And Darren, I'm, putting, I'm pulling these out in order as I have them here. Darren Griffith, this is also the second time that uh, Darren has been hosting, and he was hosting it here at the center too. And Sandra, this is the first time that Sandra has hosted, but uh, she hosted it in her home this time around. And Dennis. <laughs> Dennis hosted his group at the center, and also last Sunday, uh, his group was out cleaning the yard here, and that was their uh, service project, so thank you very much for improving. And Carol, Carol did an online, uh, the Zoom version of the Power of Eight, and who else have I got here? I got everybody there. Still Jacqueline. And Jacqueline, Jacqueline also hosted the um, Zoom call. Okay, and uh, so my last, there was some more. Um, actually, Michelle, you were hosting. Come on up. Michelle Pratt also was hosting the uh, drop in. Um, groups at the center. <laughs> Stay up here. And I think I have everybody covered. So that's it for the uh, spirit group hosts. And then, so thank you to everybody. Um, we're also going to be, ho the series now is going to be starting again in. Um, you know what, we have two more people and I just see them standing back there. Mark and Melanie, they were also hosting and standing up for hosting when I wasn't here and forgot to let anybody know that. So Mark and Melanie, I also have here for you. And also um, Laura, Patrick and Steve. Melanie, sorry, that kind of got all... There you guys go. Okay, thank you guys. So first, okay, here, I don't... You know what, you're going to have to look at the sizes because I got them mixed up now. So, but anyway, you guys can look at the sizes and pick which one. And I... A very quick thank you from our community, Patrick your vision for uh, changing <laughs> us over from um, minister-centric to mission-centric, that um, you're transforming lives. And 
um, everybody here is affected with your mm -hmm. vision. So thank you so thank much you. on behalf of everybody for mm -hmm. pursuing your vision because you are transforming lives. I am seeing it here as a program director for spirit groups. Uh, you're, you're achieving your mission. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for sticking through with it because thank I know you. it's been a ton of work. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, and just quickly. Thank you. Laura, oh, Laura and Steve, you're part of this. You didn't have to go down yet. Laura does a ton of work, a ton of work. So this, this mission would not be here without Laura also helping along. And Steve, you've heard about the weeks and weeks of hours that he has put in. The center would not be where it's at right now without of all of Steve's help. So um, there's a community here, uh, a lot more than just these three, but um, you guys are the head of it, and thank you so much for thank pursuing you, it. Thank you, Lil. Did you all get a chocolate? I didn't get any chocolate or a T-shirt, but I'm going to wait. There's your chocolate. I understand. Good. All right. I may have to have some of that in the middle of this. A t-shirt? Oh, yeah, awesome. Thanks. Okay. Yep. Small. That'll fit me. Yeah. I had seven sisters, as you know, and a lot of times I had to wear their hand-me-downs to school, so... It's okay, because you learn how to fight. Okay? That was back in the days of being triggered. All right. So... Beautiful. What I want to do today, and I think we've got this thing figured out here now. Here we go. Is because um, I've spent a few days, when, and we're very close to having it all streamlined, so we'll operate off the same. Um, oh, I guess I have to turn my computer on as well. Mm -hmm. It should come up. If it doesn't come up, I'll just keep going. Yeah, that's it. All right, here we go. So, modeling the cue for, for you. This is my cue card. Please have compassion for me when I show up on my shadow card. When I show up flawed, feeling stupid, living in lack, alone, fearful, and self-centered. Because this is who I've come here to be. There we go. Brilliant, creative, generous, whole, loving, and free. So I model that for you because if we don't decide who we're going to show up here to be, if we're not fulfilling our life purpose, uh, we have no one to blame but ourselves. Is it, do you see it blinking? Anybody see it blinking? That means that you are advancing in consciousness is what that means. So, that's the story I'm going with. Anyway, I think we've got it fixed here. Ah, technology. I love technology and it always works beautifully for me. So let me try it again. It worked last time. Yep. Go or go with it. If it becomes annoying, just look away. All right. So I want to move up through some of these slides that I've... Uh, and I want to just... Because we're going to get into our ritual. But I want to set it up a bit. So I talked last week about um, Sharif Abdullah. And Sharif is an amazing author and, and, and mover and shaker and researcher. And he's identified three 
stories that are alive on our planet right now. And I talked about them last week. I want to touch on them briefly because the ritual that we're going to perform today ties in with it. And, um, and I'm very excited. So we have our water poured here up and down the, this long table. And we're going to use that water in a moment. So, but Sharif is a remarkable man, and he tells many of his stories being a, a man of color in the situations that he's run into over time based on some of the, the cultural memes that have uh, been a challenge for him. So the first story that's alive on our planet is the, the Keeper Society, and the Keepers live in harmony with all of life. So the indigenous people, and there's, there's many of the, the people that... Uh, participate in and our traditions are also very connected to that because there's no other more beautiful place to find the source of all life than in nature. So keepers is one society. The next one is the breaker society and that is creating a world that works for me. And that is very popular in the West and I, I spelled that out last week but I just want to touch on it. So it's, it's uh, more is better um, it's the idea that we, we conquer people that we, uh, we need to control. Predict and control is a very, very popular idea with the Breaker Society. Um, how can we live with... with uh, uh, well, I'll get into that in a moment. But the Breakers are very... They're, they're, they're a pusher. Let's use the, the, uh, the archetype pusher. And so get it done, get it done, get it done. And then, of course, they represent the story of separation so that there's something other than God. Which then, when we, we buy into this, when we buy into the lack, we start to make up a story that there isn't enough. And it's a consensual lie. And that, so there's, there's four main archetypes that we've identified in, through research over the years. One is the child, we all have a child within us. Some is the joyful child, some is the wounded child, but there's a child within all of us. Another one is the victim, so we can all feel victimized. Another one is the saboteur, so we do things to ourselves that have less than beautiful results, but it's just how we are tripwired in, in terms of archetype. And the, the fourth one is prostitute. And I don't mean it sexually. I mean it that we sell ourselves short. We, we do things, we compromise our integrity to have things in life. So when we understand that, we can figure out, so how do we show up as a healthy child? How do we show up? Because they're all valuable. They all have a positive aspect. How do we show up as a positive uh, saboteur? How do we show up as a, the positive prostitute? And, and, and a healthy perspective on that, where we give our energy, what we would support, and also victim. And victim is a big one. Victim is a very powerful, powerful, you see it everywhere in our culture now. So, the consensual lie. But we buy into these lies that we are separate from source, that there's something other than God, and yet God is everywhere present. So, nonviolence is a sign of deeper healing. So what can I do in my life? I can be less violent in my thinking, in my heart. When I find myself getting triggered, one of the reasons we brought the cue here is because when we get triggered internally, we, we communicate that. And it's not that there's something wrong with getting triggered internally, it's just that we're not here to be victimized by our, by our feelings. We are here to direct our feelings to go where we decide to go. So who have I come here to be? I've come here to be brilliant and powerful. So this leads us to the Mender Society. And the Menders create a world that works for all of us. And the menders is what our, our tradition represents. So over the last couple of weeks or lessons I've shared with you, we talked about the yellow paradigm that's been given birth in the last 50 years. That is a, a tier two way of being. It's a way of being rather than a, a way of doing. 
Tier one is all the, the things that I've gone over for, for several weeks. And I know it's a lot of information, and it's very technical. If you don't remember it, it doesn't matter. What's important is that you understand our, your opportunity, my opportunity, to step into this. But the Mender Society is really what Sharif has talked about. What Spiral Dynamics is bringing us to is exactly what we teach. And Dr. Ernest Holmes and all the great teachers throughout the ages. Dr. Holmes just took the beautiful work of many of the great avatars and teachers that have come down through the ages, from Jesus of Nazareth to the Buddha, to uh, many, many wonderful. He was a big, big uh, supporter of Sri Aurobindo, which was a great Hindu teacher, mentor, and, and guru for many. And guru is simply the Hindu term for, for teacher. But at the end of the day, what all this points to, all of that jargon, all of the maps and things, it points to this idea. There's one life, there's one presence, there's one power. There's one life, there's one presence, and there's one power. And so what happens is our, it's our opportunity to begin to see that the shortcomings that show up in each worldview have provided the fuel for transcendence. So the reason that new worldviews emerge is because what has, what has worked up until now can't take us to the next level of being. So it's really the story of interbeing. If you still see the flashing, it means that your calibration is getting higher and higher. <laughs> so Richard Rohr says, we cannot believe in or practice unitive consciousness as long as you exclude and marginalize others. Which means that for us to sit and point fingers at whatever's going on in the world doesn't help us, it doesn't assist us. And it's the difference between judging and discerning. We can certainly say that doesn't represent me, I don't support that and get on with the business of who we've come here to be. But to, to get fixated on what we're gonna destroy and take apart is a very popular idea. It's very popular on the planet right now. And, and, and so when we can see it in the perspective of that, that people are married to a, way, a certain way of doing rather than being, and it's new. So it's not for us in this community, and what we're doing with all of this as Lil was talking about the mission-centric, the mission-centric model gives us a greater opportunity to, to tap into the inherent genius and beauty and leadership within this community. And this power of eight and the, the spirit groups and the Q process, see when we have practices that we all share. That's why I wanted to honor the Q, the, the Q process. And we're gonna do more and more of it because what happens is when we have common practices, it creates greater coherence. So people have said to me, well, I have a different shadow process for shadow integration. I said, good for you, awesome, you're way ahead of us. But the beauty of joining together in the practice is that it creates that energetic coherence. So as I speak to you right now, and, and as we're creating this container, and we're gonna do a ritual in a moment that helps tie this in. So the menders, what the menders do, and we're blessing this water. Every moment, this, this water is being infused with something beautiful and powerful. Just like John of God. When you go to John of God, they give you blessed water. They tell you to drink it all week long. And you get this case of water and you go, how the heck does that work? Well, the entities, this, this, the room that we're gonna, and we're gonna call in some uh, support here today knows what you require in this moment. That's how it works. It's an energetic. It's infused with an energetic. So let us know and open our hearts to, to this water that's lined up along the table here. You're gonna find the right class with the right water, with the right vibrational frequency that is right and perfect for you without a doubt. And then we're gonna talk about how we can take that out into our lives. So one power, one presence, one life. That's what the unitive consciousness is. So you can't exclude anybody. Isn't that a bummer? 
Wouldn't you love to leave your neighbor behind? You know, hey, we're all going, we're all going to ascend to heaven, except we're not taking, we're not taking Joe with us because we don't want Joe there. So it's a world that works for everyone. Last week, I, I stopped at the, uh, this picture. These are the pictures of the spiral dynamic and where each, the keepers, the keepers are the indigenous people. They live simply there for the most part. Or they, they're still connected to nature. So they're very much aligned with the beige and the purple. The breakers are more red, blue, and orange. Let's get her done. Push, 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 more, more, more. And so what happens with the menders is, so the keepers say earth is abundant. The breakers say there's never enough. And the menders say abundance needs our help. So it's not about fixing anything, and it's not about manipulating. Menders simply say, what can we create? See, we're here to create. We're not here to fix. Fix is control and predict. We're here to create. And so it's a beautiful thing because we get to decide and we get to let emerge. And we're going to do a bit of that today in our, in our spiritual practice. We're going to do some visioning around that. Because this infinite loving intelligence already knows. And the more we can clean our own in, uh, interior up, the clearer we can, we can look for the, the signals. And we can look for the signs. So earth, earth is abundant. There's never enough or menders. Abundance needs our help. So menders in, the, in the, the yellow spiral dynamics, second tier, being, blend. Blend the keepers and the breakers. We need orange. We just can't be all orange. So orange is, you know, get more, more, more. We need orange to get things done. But when orange is the only color we got, we're missing because the soul doesn't get involved and we're not inviting a greater yet to be and we're not creating in that divine place. And it takes trust, it takes spiritual practice. And there it is, inclusivity. All the kids lined up. Kids don't hate each other, they don't start out hating. They're just their buddies and pals. It's so simple, isn't it? Then we get in the world and we see this stuff happening. See, the, the world, there's a, there's, a, there's a law of balance. It's called karma. But, but the, we always we can swing from one pendulum to the other, but to understand that and realize, okay, we're way out here now, and most of the time it's fear-driven. There's never enough, never enough whatever. And then to bring it back and to be able to stand in our own truths, understand our oneness so well that, that, that our internal life is not informed by what's happening around us. It's a good reference point, but to not let it affect who we are and who we've come here to be. That's why who we've come here to be is so important. So it's really about emergence, as that this person is coming out of the water. It's a beautiful image. It's, it's all of the colors working together and understanding it because what happens as we move along is that the, the old staircase that got us there once again has been destroyed. We can't get there the way that we've gotten there in the past. And that's what we're watching with systems being re, renewed and remade. So what gets in the way? Well, sometimes we just don't want to look at it. Sometimes we just want to bury our head in the sand and say it'll, it'll get better, but it doesn't work that way. It requires all of us to be in, in, enrolled and invested in our own transformation. And that's why we're, we're introducing programs that I think help make that more tangible and powerful and potent. We're here to create something. Like Dr. Gary, I had a phone call with Dr. Gary Simmons who's mentoring us in this mission-centric. It's his model. And he says, this is so exciting. He's so on fire with our community and what we're being about. He said, you guys are way ahead of the other groups. I said, well, yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a jumpy kind of group, you know. But, but why not? 
Let's see what we can create. And we do that through deepening our spiritual practice. We do that by service, which happens in spirit groups, which happens in many opportunities. And we do that by sharing our good where we want things to flourish. And so creating owners rather than consumers in the world that the whole life is more than enough. Margaret Mead said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. I think we're in a room of thoughtful, concerned citizens. And whatever we create together is perfect. It's ongoing. Ilya Dilio said, shall we continue our medieval religious practices in a medieval paradigm and mechanistic culture and undergo extinction? Or shall we wake up to the dynamic evolutionary universe and the rise of consciousness towards an integral wholeness? Integral wholeness. One life, one power. That life is my life now. And so it's really around coherence. And so I'm going to leave the coherence slide up there. I might ch- shut it off because it keeps flickering. But um, um, this will be the last week of flickering, I guarantee you. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite you to uh, get comfortable. Um, it's at, through this ritual, I'm going to have you stand up. So do you have enough room for you to stand up, I guess is the question right now. And if you don't, Let's find a way so you can stand up comfortably. Are you okay in that second row? Everybody good? Okay, beautiful. All right. And I'm going to light some candles while we do this. The first I'm going to use, so what we're going to do is we're going to do an, an, um, a keeper ritual, an indigenous ritual to marry this because we got plenty of the, we got plenty of the Western mindset in here. We got plenty of the doers, the pushers. But we're going to use the keeper, um, the keeper ritual. So I'm going to read with you. I'm going to read an invocation. It comes from an ancient lineage. It's quite beautiful. And then I'm going to move into the ritual with you. And we're going to turn east. So let's all agree that east is that wall. Yes. And south is my direction. And west would be to the left. And north would be front door. Good because I'm going to have you turn in the four directions. So we're going to call this in. We know as we call this in, there's an energy, and this water continues to be transformed. So let's begin. To the one God, to the supreme God, to my spiritual teacher, all the spiritual teachers, holy masters, to all the great ones, holy angels, spiritual helpers, to my soul, to my divine self, thank you for this great blessing. For illumination, divine oneness, divine guidance, help, and protection, thank you for blessing the blessings of abundance, good health, and happiness in full faith. Thank you. So we're going to welcome it in here. So I'm going to invite you to comfortably raise your hands, either chest high, you don't have to make them, but make it comfortable, and turn to the east as I light the yellow candle. Welcome east. We are open to your inspiration today. Give us your new ideas, new beginnings, new breath in our speaking. Let our view of today's endeavors be long and let our seeing be expansive. Let this new day dawn in us with a new 
and unlimited possibility. Give us wisdom and insight for our work. Welcome East. Now I'm going to invite you to continue to hold your hands up and face south. And as we face south, I'm going to light the red candle. Welcome south. May your heat live in our hearts as passion for our work together. May we feel the transformative power of your fire so that we are changed forever. May the bright energy of the sun illumine all that we do today. May we be surprised. May we laugh. Light your, let your fire ignite our spirits. Welcome south. And now as I light the blue candle, I'm going to invite you to turn west. Welcome west. We are familiar with your watery ways because we are watery beings. Let our feelings have a place in today's work. May we regularly explore our mind and our soul, not so much for answers as for questions. Let your way of intuitive certainty move in us for good today. Welcome west. And now I'm going to invite you to face north, front doors. Welcome north. the direction of the ancestors. May the wisdom of our relatives who have gone before us influence our work today. May we be strong in body for what we are on this earth to do. Let it be that we do our work for those dear ones who will one day call us ancestors. Welcome north. So I invite you to slowly turn around, sit back down. So we've welcomed in this beautiful energy and the infinite knows and all the great spiritual teachers and masters and what's important for you is alive here. It's a sacred space that we've created by a simple ritual. So I want you to think about and there's a glass, small glass of water here for you. So I'm going to invite you to just close your eyes and go within for a moment. And ask yourself, what is this loving intelligence's plan for you? What is this infinite's plan for you? And that's a beautiful question. And if all you do is silently say that and repeat that question to yourself, it's enough. You don't have to force anything. Don't figure anything out. Let this beautiful, loving intelligence guide you and direct you in that. What is this infinite intelligence plan for you? What is your unique spiritual blueprint? And what is yours to become, to fulfill that? What must I become? Not fix, not change, but become. So it's not knowing, it is being. What must I become to fulfill that? Once again, let the mind, the busy mind, quiet. Just breathe. And what must I give up? What strategy, system, 
emotion, attitude, feeling. Must I give up? Must I surrender? So that my gift, my unique gift, is expressed upon this planet. And so what I'm going to invite you to do now is you let those questions work for you. I'm going to invite you to just, when you're ready, to just stand up and go grab, um, a, or, grab or pick up a, a, a cup of water and take it back to your place where you're sitting when you're ready. Don't drink it yet. If you already drank it, we'll come back. We've got more blessed water here for you. Plenty of blessed water. All right. Beautiful. So you have your water. Now you've found the right water. And this water has everything energetically that's appropriate to support you in your greater yet to be what wants to be created. This is how energy works. And so I want you to just, as you take your water in, don't drink it yet, but as you, and I'll let you know, you should take it in, just know that it has everything within it to bless you, to nourish you, to whatever is in the way that's keeping you from perhaps not fulfilling who you've come here to be. And it's okay. It's a journey that we figure this out. Part of the challenge we have on the planet right now, the Buddha said that clinging creates suffering. I think entitlement creates more suffering than anything. That I shouldn't be unhappy. That I shouldn't have to work hard. That I shouldn't have to learn something. That I shouldn't have to do spiritual practice. I should just wake up like that. That's magical thinking. That's called purple in the spiral dynamic. And it's not bad or wrong, it just won't take you anywhere. So we are alive with possibility and opportunity here to continue to clear that space. So let us know that this water this day is blessed with the right and perfect energetic, what's right and perfect for you. And what I would also say that when you go out in the world after this, just take a moment when you sit down to eat something or drink something and bless it because that's how powerful we are. That's how powerful we are. We are the thing itself. Let that energy flow through and move through you like never before. It is your opportunity to move out of victim and move out of wounded child and move out of saboteur and move out, out of prostitute and to be here and let your light shine because your light shining is so beautiful. And so as you take the water in, and as I take the water in, I know that everything I require in this moment is here now that I hold life as more than enough and I know you do too. And now, because we are so potent and then we're gonna, we have some the beautiful choir here today, we're gonna go over a little bit but that's, this is so worth it, isn't it? You're just glowing now. It's like, there's like flames over everybody's head as Dr. Holmes had that mystical experience in Whittier, California. So what we have now, because we've created sacred container, we've struck an agreement, we've opened ourselves to, to, to receive, to be blessed, we've called in from all directions in, the, in that keeper um, ritual 
something beautiful. And it's alive here. So let us know and affirm together that everything that we require, we have, that we hold life is more than enough. And so I'm going to invite you to close your eyes for just a moment because now we're going to instruct this infinite divine intelligence that is vast and deep and expansive and spacious that whatever we do not require in this moment, pull up in your mind's eye an image of a small planet Earth floating above you, in front of you, in your mind's eye. And unleash and release the excess energy to bless this beautiful planet. We bless it in love, unconditional love. We know that the wisdom and the clarity as we stand together as menders for the guidance, for the leadership, for the wisdom and the clarity and this infinite loving intelligence to have its way upon this, this earthly plane. That we are here in oneness, inclusivity, and to know that God is the only reality, this loving intelligence, the only force for good. That life is your life. That life is my life. So now we are in the flow. And let us know as we stand in the flow that whatever is required for us is here in the twinkling of an eye, as Scripture says. And whatever is not necessary, we share. We move it into our hearts of unconditional love, transform it, and share it with the world. Bless the meal. Bless whatever it is we want to see more of in our lives. For this I give thanks. And so it is.